Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Hey folks, Sam Whitfield here. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for downloading the audio podcast and listening to the show wherever you may be. I really appreciate it. And I would like to let you know that you can also now support the show directly via Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report, you can now support the show using Apple Pay or Android Pay on your mobile device, depending on which type of phone you have. And you can contribute $1, $5, or $10 as the three levels of contribution. I would really appreciate anything that you can give. Every little bit helps the show. And you can find the link to support the show directly in your show notes, depending on which app you're using. I would really appreciate the support if you can. If not, please uh, continue to support the show by giving us a rating on iTunes and sharing with your friends. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey folks, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Whitfield Report audio exclusive podcast. As always, I'm Sam Whitfield, And this week for the uh, Thursday edition, I'm joined by uh, four of my good friends from the Young Americas for Liberty Foundation, uh, the chapter that we started at my college campus. Uh, Seth, Andre, Orion, and Michael, who are all very good guys. And uh, we talked about some important topics today, but we did it in such a way that we, uh, you know, we pretty much 
just bullshitted and uh, talked with each other for about an hour and just shot the shit and made politically incorrect jokes as, uh, you know, normal guys are about to, about to do. It wasn't really formal. We just ha- hung out and uh, chatted and ate some hot wings when we recorded this uh, early today. It was a lot more uh, casual and laid back, kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast. And, uh, you know, for those of you who are looking at the ep- episode title and, uh, you know, wondering why the hell I titled the uh, episode, just uh, wait until the ending and you'll see what I mean. So anyway, folks, I hope you enjoy uh, this week's edition of the Audio Exclusive Podcast and uh, enjoy and I'll let you know what's uh, going on on Saturday's show after the podcast, so stay tuned. Alright, folks, enjoy the show. Alright, folks, as most of you know, I start, I helped to start a uh, chapter of the Young Americas for Liberty on my uh, college campus. So this week for uh, the Thursday edition of the podcast, I've got uh, my buddies, uh, uh, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Come on. Seth, Seth, uh, Seth Andre, or Thomas as we call him, and uh, Michael. I am an infiltrator. Hello. So it's uh, we've got five guys here. This is going to be kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast. Where five we, guys. Where we're five just gonna guys. spitball, and we don't have any, we don't have any, we don't have any weed, weed here, so we can't exactly do JRE, but we're gonna try. So uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna get, get high off the board. There you go. We get high off the It should make me sick anyway. Ex- exactly. Oh, I sh- I should mention that we're also like in the in the campus ministry office, but we're going to curse like drunken sailors in a way because that's how we fucking roll here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But uh, anyway, I guess which one of you guys wants to go first and do a little background? My religion story? Well, yeah. So, uh, Andre and uh, just so everybody <laughs> knows, I actually do have brain damage, so I forget names real friggin' easily. Seth, Seth. Seth thank you. Uh, Andre and Seth earlier were talking about a video series I've seen on YouTube of a guy who goes out and does a lot of hunting and pretty much just cooks the animal right there and then and there. Here's sort of an interesting uh, anti-vegan, anti-vegetarian fun little thing. So there is a restaurant up in Toronto, Canada called The Antler. And it's a restaurant that specializes completely in... Uh, wild game, wow. pretty much serving things like venison and all that fun stuff. Oh yeah, I heard, it's also I heard a restaurant that is very subject to protests from uh, pretty much animal right activists, people that are vegan and vegetarian. They friggin' hate that place. Well, they've <clears throat> never really done anything too terrible. They're not like damaging the property <laughs> or anything. So I mean, at least they're being. Just pretty reasonable about their protests, although they do disrupt this guy's business a whole lot. It actually got to the point where, uh, and you can find the videos on YouTube, the dude decided, you know what, screw it, I'm going to give the biggest F you I really can to you people. So he brought out a raw leg of venison, brought it out to a table right 
near the front window and started carving it up right then and there in front of their faces. Oh my gosh. The biggest like F you they could possibly think of. Wasn't I'm really hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've also got wings here. So. <laughs> Courtesy of Winghouse. <laughs> not, not a hate sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could be. Not yet. No, well, yeah, not with my politics. Although, aren't they one of the restaurants with the hot wa- waitresses or? Yes. Yeah. Not okay. the one that was in Sarasota. I, I straight up think the waitresses in there were prostitutes on the side. Well, gosh, dang, bro. The one, the one that was in Sarasota. It, it got shut down. Oh, it did. So that should tell you enough of that. It yeah. got shut down. So the whole them possibly being prostitutes. Probably true. There's a good likelihood. I mean, they got shut down. Dang. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, that 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 venison store is is crazy, man. I uh. If you want to protest like uh, not eating meat? That's fine and dandy, but you're gonna like disrupt some dude's business over it. That's just kind of taking it a little far. Yeah. I found it funny how we decided just to tell them go fuck yourself. Well, it's. <laughs> I don't think I'd say him that far, though. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, it worse. he's just doing his work he's outside. Exactly. He's, what is he doing? He's doing his job. Yeah. Like, it's true. Uh, they, they were not happy about it. Like, well, sure. I mean, I mean they're, they're, they're the ones that are coming in with their whole morally superior attitude, though. Like, we're, we're, we're vegans. We're morally superior to everyone else because we don't eat meat. And, uh, you know, even though the fact that DDT and all the you know, crops that we use to protect plant life and whatnot, those kill millions of more animals but hey, per year, but hey, we'll just ignore that fact. So. Well, it's inconsistent, I think, the vegan argument. Mm. I, I have a hilarious story, actually. I just remembered it, so thank you. So, uh, the first year I was here on this campus, PETA uh, showed up. I, I, and Ooh, ew. I, I love PETA, <laughs> especially with like land. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 did, I didn't know that it, that it was PETA. It was just like, at first, they didn't have any like signs or anything. So it was like, take this survey and we'll give you two to, we'll give you like $5. So they were literally giving away $5 if you just take this survey. So it was all like, how many meals of meat do you eat? Like, Per week, and I just put like five, and uh, it it was like it was like this. They were like asking like all these weird questions about like diet and whatnot. Like at first, I thought it was like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, then they pull up this video, and it's like it's all about like the danger. It's all like the dang, the uh, the the tragedy of uh, factory farm farming and, and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so afterwards, they're like, how's this, <laughs> how's this video <laughs> change your mind at all? And I'm like, no. So, uh, so then I, I still got the five dollars. I went in the cafeteria and went and bought, bought a hamburger. <laughs> and, then, and, then went, and then went out and then went back out into the quad here and ate it in front of him and was like, thanks. I, I said, thank you, thank you for lunch. So they they were just, they were just like mortified too. So oh gosh, Sam. After that video, I probably would have said it made me hungry. Yeah. Nah. Right? <laughs> I mean, they kind of do it to themselves. Like they yeah. like they ask for it. Yeah. Well, like, 
Well, they were giving away they were giving away free money for a survey. That's kind of really underhanded, though. For for like production all that. I know. Well, well, and that, that's exactly why I decided to like turn it on. And I'm like, okay, you're go- you're going to pay me to feel to like to try and indoctrinate me. Guess what? I'm going to buy a hamburger with with this just to yeah yeah capital. So. Use that money for good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's a real funny thing. Even if they got what they wanted, and we converted the entirety of the society into a vegan mindset, it's completely unsustainable. For one thing, there's no way we could farm anywhere near enough plants to support the American population, let alone, like, the entire world. Mm. Secondarily, even, like, vegan products, like vegan cheeses and whatever, whatnot. They're so fucking gross. Well, <laughs> so gross. Expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but besides so that, do you know gross. how many, like, different compounds are needed to make those? Because they have to pretty oh, much yeah. synthesize several different compounds yeah. from several different plants to do that. The crops alone, just to synthesize, like, a couple hundred packets of those cheeses would be near impossible for us to grow. Dang. Alone. Well, I think, I mean, I'm just pulling this up out of a hat, but... I think a lot it'd be a lot more not not only healthier but cost efficient if we just came reverted back to like a, a range free animal. Oh yeah, oh, that that's that's what that's what Ted Nugent has been advocating for for years. Right, because it's 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 it takes care of the cruelty that comes in the slaughtering, but also because one of the problems with meat that you know I'll acknowledge is that you know we're pumping in a bunch of antibiotics into mm. it and it's yeah, like, like, resistant. Factory farming is totally fucked up. So free range farming is definitely way more ethical. Yeah, but it, and see, like that was the problem. Like, like this PETA video I saw, they were like saying, even free range farming is like it started out like the video started out like all about factory farming, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I agree with Nani, right. and they're like, but also, free range farming is also cruel and cruel and unusual, and I'm like. So we eat vegan, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they don't, they don't understand. They've never been on a farm, and they, you know, they don't understand. And like, I'm not saying I have either, but I've, you know, I've been in Boy Scouts. I've done like naturey shit before, so I at least under. I mean, even so, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to like understand, you know. Farming and mm-hmm. or at least it shouldn't yeah. so. You also, I mean, farming is pretty complex. I worked on um, my uncle's cattle ranch when I was way younger. Well, um, so yeah. I mean, you know, it'd be freaking crazy. It it can be pretty complex, but yeah, no, it's yeah. not the like end all be all like hardest thing to do in the world. Hmm. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, Seth. I think I interrupted you. Oh, you get milkier clouds if you squeeze it. We're on the right there. They they switched to a side topic about vaping right now. So. Um, <laughs> no, we're not getting into a side conversation about vaping. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we can, though. This is a No, it's fine. I want to talk about... So, when you go vegan, you deprive your body of a lot of, like, things that you yeah. actually need to survive. Yeah. Protein? Proteins and... What is it? You just use powder? From, from like red meat, you get specifically creatine and a couple other things. 
But depriving yourself of that stuff is not good for your body. You need a lot of fatty acids uh, for just straight up brain development beyond yeah, anything else, which like, you get from a lot of meat. Here's the thing. <laughs> the reason why people that have six packs don't eat carbs is because carbohydrates are an energy um, compound. Oh. So when you eat those carbohydrates, you give your body energy. But when you're doing activity with no carbohydrates, you're pretty much just destroying fat inside your body mm. until there's no fat left. Wow. Bless you. <laughs> Yo, dude, you're freaking I, awesome, dog. I, 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 I was just turning <laughs> down the speed on my on my wheelchair. So anyway, yeah, can continue. But I mean, when you deprive yourself of... That's Stephen Hawkins sneezing. I just got that. I just got it. I've got a Stephen Hawking story for for the oh god. I, let, let's finish the vegan. Thing. Okay, go yeah, ahead. No, yeah, yeah, that was just about it. Dang. Well, no, but you're right. Well, the thing about diet is, like, I don't think we'll ever completely. I mean, we will, but it's it's a very hard thing to really narrow down. Because I think something we forget is everybody is different chemically. Like every person is their own bio, like a, a biosphere. That's yeah. true. And yeah. because there's some people like. Like Sam Harris went on the vegan diet and it completely destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it, it just wasn't. It didn't work for him. Now some some people who can't eat meat, they like just can't. Yeah, they have to go on. right. Yeah. So like it's whatever works for you. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, on the other, on the flip side, Jordan. I don't know if any of you guys saw the heard the Joe Rogan podcast with Jordan. Oh, with, yeah, daughter. the diet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for those. Oh, oh and for the. You probably don't know who Jordan Peterson is, but he's a he's a clinical psych psychologist. He's also a Christian too, mm-hmm. and his his daughter, she has like this auto. <laughs> an disorder? Yeah, she has yeah. she has an autoimmune disorder where she basically can't eat anything but red meat, or else she gets like really sick. Like whoa. Like she heavy allergic reactions. Like I, I think she had. Are we talking about systematic lupus endotropus? I believe I'm saying that right. Yeah, wow. she, she had, she had like, she had like severe arthritis. Right, that's it. Yeah, that's it's it. systematic and lupus endo something. She had like severe arthritis when she was 16, mm-hmm. and uh, and they couldn't, and she was like getting depressed all the time, and they couldn't, no one could figure out like what was going on. Like what, what was wrong with her? Like she was just like one of those cases, mm-hmm. and she couldn't. She literally couldn't eat anything except for red meat, and so she just like switched it to the diet. So, I mean, I I love I love myself a good steak, but and I probably and I've joked before that I probably would eat steak if that's all I. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, geez, that's got to be hard too. I couldn't imagine. So when I was weightlifting. For, uh, like, in high school, my coach told me that I had to maintain, like, over my natural weight. So I had to gain about six pounds and keep that weight on, like, practicing two day or, like, two times a day. Yeah. So every single day, I had to eat at least a pound of meat, a load of baked potato, and a pint of ice cream. I, I, I had to physically force myself to eat that in order to maintain... That's like 241. It is a very expensive diet. But I mean, 
I'm still waiting to say I'm older than Sure. Yeah. 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 Yes, I got to. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Actually, can, can, can you bring that over? I've, yeah, I've got the iPad over. set up, so yeah, bring. That is the best shape that served. I've ever been in in my entire life. Yeah, uh, my final two points I'll make on the whole vegan thing, and then maybe we could start moving on to a different topic. Um, first off, you want like a really good video that explains a lot of the like health declines when it comes to going to a straight up vegan diet and it's not just someone spouting a bunch of um medical facts at you it will be actually someone talking about their experience with the whole thing because they were vegan themselves went through it and it basically destroyed their body um i'll name drop a very well-known youtube channel a guy by the name of steven crowder he is mm. a french canadian conservative uh I guess uh, political speaker in a way would be a word describing him. Yeah, really it, know. anyone who listens to my podcast probably knows who Stephen Crowder is. Oh, there is, um, it's like a 30, 40 minute long video of him having an interview with a woman who um, does a lot of anti-vegan um, uh, speeches and stuff, pretty much warning the dangers of it because she did it for like 20 years of her life and it destroyed her health. It's, it's just not a viable way to live your life. Like, mm. some people can get away with it, but that's because of their specific metabolism. Um, another, the final thing I will say on this is, even if you want to make the whole moral argument that it's kind to animals not to eat them, mm. that's final. But you're still having an enormous environmental impact because... Here's the thing, agricultural farming is one of the most destructive things mm -hmm. we do to the environment. Besides having to clear large plots of land, which basically displaces animals, kills all kinds of things, kills uh, natural bacteria that the environment needs, it also completely depletes soil of nutrients over time if you're irresponsible with it. If you do not replenish the nutrients into that environment every so often by doing proper forms of agricultural rotation and making sure you're refertilizing the ground, you're going to turn it into a barren desert. We did it here in the Americas in the like early 20th century with the Dust Bowl. That's the friggin' reason why the Fertile mm. Crescent, a couple thousand years ago, stopped being the Fertile Crescent. Mm. They literally farmed it into a desert. Dang. Now it's just like fucking modern day what Iraq or something. I don't remember yeah. where exactly yeah, it is anymore. Correct. Well, the other the other thing modern day Iraq, which is just a desert. The other thing with this like no hunting stuff is like even if we don't kill the animals, they'll kill each other. And then the problem is if we don't hunt the predators, then the eat then the ecosystems get all you know messed up, messed mm. up. And I think I think something that we don't realize is life itself is very hard to sustain because they will one species will never last forever like the reason if we think about it in order for life to sustain it has to destroy mm. this goes for every life form it has to destroy or it has to manipulate the environment around them mm. so we can if we, if we go all vegan if, if we go all I don't know diet SJW I don't know how you want to say it you're still consuming the earth in some fashion you're still manipulating it you're still depriving it of something for your own take mm -hmm. and so it gets to the point where well how long is this going to sustain uh, for this amount of time that's why things evolve different life forms evolve to you know adapt to different 
environments because those environments change from mm. just sustaining. Like humans are gonna, if, if the universe dies off, whatever, if it kills us, if that's not it, it'll be ourselves. Mm. I mean, we could be uh, every every country in the world could disarm themselves. We could be you know singing kumbaya, holding hands or whatnot. But at the end of the day, the only you know, we, we will destroy ourselves through trying to sustain ourselves. Hmm. And that's if the planet just doesn't kill us in general first, because actually the planet does go through some massive different right. kinds of cycles every couple thousand years, including massive changes to the electromagnetic field of the planet, like where the, pretty much the poles actually flip. So that's actually caused several mass extinctions. The couple dozen times the planet has done it in its life cycle so far. So... Wow. You know, about maybe uh, 10,000 years from now, Homo sapiens will be probably dead. Hopefully. But then again, like every other form of proto-human has died off already, going from uh, Atheropithecus up to uh, Homo habilis up to um, uh, Neanderthal. They all I, died I off. intellect right here, yo. You know, Homo <laughs> sapiens, we're the longest-lasting, uh, you know, intelligent primate species next to things like gorillas and oh, some other lesser primates. <laughs> Until, until, until. I mean, uh -huh. gorillas might replace us in a few thousand years because they're actually currently going through the Stone Age. I mean, they use simple tools. I love Same thing gorillas. we were doing ten thousand years ago. So, who knows? Gorillas might replace us if they evolve. <laughs> that was them beating on their chest. <laughs> also, the other argument to not going vegan: animals are delicious. Why would you deprive yourself? Animals are damn right. <laughs> Not to mention baby animals. <laughs> what? Something about a lamb. I don't know whether they're it's so they're good. so pure and so innocent, <laughs> but they are delicious. Feel? Okay, actually, incredible. I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. stop here on this one because, okay, worked on a cattle farm. I'm just going to say this. Veal is horrible. Not, for, not because it's terrible to kill the animal or whatever, whatever, not the vegan. Bullshit, but uh, cows do not like to be deprived of their babies. They are both horribly aggressive and they oh, scream. Yeah. I swear, like, you have never heard a cow scream before. It's terrifying. Mm. Like, if you take a calf away from its mother, the mother will go ballistic. I mean, it will scream for days on end. Dang. It's horrifying. Like, you, you almost just want to, like, Either shoot yourself or shoot the damn cow. Yeah, yeah. Right. just like or cook it in some more salad wine. Yeah, <laughs> serve it with some noodles. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, like veal is the one thing where I will draw the line because I worked on a cattle ranch. I know what happens. That's well, a good combo. Well, I, I well I would just say okay, your next mom. Exactly. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> he snapped. Um, I'm gonna have veal steak and a nice tall glass of milk. <laughs> oh. Whole milk. Whole, Whole milk. milk. We're not filtered. Yeah. I, don't, I, I fucking know 2%, though. <laughs> you drink 2% because you think you're fat. Oh, oh, what about almond milk? We oh, have, uh, uh, yeah. oh, almond milk is. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's, okay. it's good. I, I, it's, it's I, not I, gross. I want to roll into two uh, inside jokes in there at once. Yeah, by the way, warning to all young men out there. If you're going to drink, like, uh, alternative milks, like almond milk and <clears throat> coconut milk, stick to those. I mean, as far as I know, those aren't bad for you, but do not do soy milk. 
That shit is no, poison that... in a bottle. Wait, why, 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 why? So well, it's both high, very high in sodium, which is really bad for your blood pressure, and like especially not good for young children to be taking in large amounts of sodium because they can't process it. Huh. Secondarily, um. Soy actually does have um, some hormones in it, and I forget the exact yeah, names of the has, hormones. It has high that are estrogen. Very similar to estrogen. So if you give a lot of soy to a very young developing boy, it will actually stunt their growth. And and estrogen, and estrogen for those who don't know, that's the uh, that's the female hormone. So I mean, it, the pussy chemical. <laughs> I mean, okay. men do naturally have estrogen in their body, but it's a very low amount. If you start putting large artificial amounts of estrogen into a young boy's body, oh, you will stunt their growth and you will do some really fucked up things to their metabolism that will only harm them later in life. And it can actually make it very hard for those young men to actually have children of their own later That's in life. That's where you get these like soy boys. There's, yeah. this, there's this cultural shift to eat a bunch of soy, like whether it's soy milk or soy and, and like soy and products. There's soy in a lot of things, and then so it made sense when a lot of a lot of the males nowadays they 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 they're getting this intake of soy, and then they're exhibiting like yeah, but yeah, feminine but, qualities that yeah, but, yeah, but then that's the, terrible. But then these soy boys are also kicking. Are also roundhouse kicking. Are also roundhouse kicking. Pro- pregnant, <laughs> pregnant ladies at pro life rallies. So, Whoa. yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't know about that. There, I, I forgot where it was, but basically there was like a anti-abortion slash pro life uh, Christian thing outside of, outside of like a, a plan, uh, and uh, this guy who was like a ponytail, like. Basically, a, a lefty. Mm-hmm. He was like a hip. Pretending, <laughs> pretending, <laughs> pretending to be uh, for a woman's right to choose. Uh, you know, a right to not to murder their children. No. Um, basically, roundhouse kick this pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. See, so. but here's the thing: abortion's not murder because the being is not sentient. Not well, here's that, the thing: that, where do you the, define where something is a living being after it's born? I would honestly say at conception, because I mean, at like 21 days, you already start to have a heartbeat. At, at like about, yeah. well, about mean, like four sentient? weeks. You yeah, know? that's a good question. What is that? What's sentient? Four weeks, you start to get brain activity. So like, I don't know. I would define it as when they actually are born. Now, now, so are you are you are you just playing devil's advocate, or are you? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's why. I, here's why I think. Sorry, here's why I think life starts at conception. Because, like, if you've taken a biology class, like, and, you know, you're going through the, you know, the chapter on, on, um, reproduction, mm-hmm. you'll get this picture of all these fetuses from different animals, and they look relatively the same. Like, the, the fetus of a chicken, the fetus of a human, of a, of a, a lizard, <clears throat> you know, they look relatively the same. So then the argument is, well, you know, we, we eat animals, you know, we kill animals, you know, why can't we, you know, for societal reasons, you know, uh, terminate this life? Well, the problem is, after nine months, how come a chicken doesn't come out of a woman? How come a lizard doesn't come out of a woman? Hmm. Because when that female egg and that male sperm combine, you're mixing 
two uh, two strands of DNA each from from each parent. That's human DNA. So that 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 germ that zyg uh, what is it zygote zygote is going to become a human, like without a doubt. It won't become a chicken. It won't become a reptile. It is, it has the blueprint of a human. That being so, you know that being said, the way we you know, back then we used to classify animals based on how they look like compared to others. Now we classify them on their genes. Mm-hmm. So that's how we track them, you know, through, through tax, uh, taxonomy, through their genes. But yeah. that's how we are able to define animals. Then that's how we're able to define, you know, different feedback. So that's going to be human. It already is a human by definition, by genetic definition. So that's why I think life starts at conception. That's, that's a human life. And also, I'm just going to put this out there. How is it okay to, okay, kill the child before it's out of the womb? All right, fine. That's you. If you don't want to consider that murder, that's how you're going to define that. You don't want to say that's murder. But now if the child was actually born and the woman is suffering from, I don't know, postpartum depression or some weird mental disorder... And she then smothers her child with a pillow. Is it murder at that point? What? Because no the kid doubt. is outside the body. Now it's fucking murder. Here, yeah. here, here's an even here's an even better one. Okay, why is it that in murder cases, if a pregnant woman is murdered, mm. it's considered a, a right. double homicide? It, it, yeah, it's already by law. Law already recognizes two lives. Dang, that's crazy. Shots fired. That's crazy. Generation of children, right? So I feel like that's why it's considered yeah. a double. By the by the way, yeah. that's the same. You're killing egg. potential life. Oh, and that's uh, like saying eating eggs is that killing baby chicks? Exactly. Well, it's our, no, it is. It's a, our concept. It is to, pretty to much. Really, Although those aren't fertilized eggs, though. So they're not yeah, fertilized, but they're still. But at that point, they're just they're. Yeah. No, here's the thing though, when you have an unfertilized chicken egg, yeah, I get where you're going with that, but there is no um, correlating genetic code that's being added to that to form new life. At that point, it is a mass of protein. Yeah. So I mean, that is sort of a different thing. It's really kind of when you put two strands of DNA and now it starts to go through replication. There is life. At that point, right. beforehand, though, yeah. it is a mass of protein. I mean, I will not consider a human egg cell life outside the fact that it is not. a living cell. So, yes, it is alive in the sense it is a living cell, but I wouldn't say it's sentient life. But once wow. you compound two strands of DNA, it starts to replicate. You are working your way into sentience because that will become a oh, new living creature. I take this guy. No, no problem. I, I love how we're all we're we're gonna trigger so so many people on this podcast anyway. But specifically on this topic, I mean, all of us in the studio here are all men talking about uh, you know pro life versus pro pro nice. choice. Um, you know, and I don't want to get too bogged down on this topic, but one of the uh, one of the things that really bugs me is well it's not it's not a man's body right. so therefore it shouldn't be our choice whereas where and like back when I was in high school like I knew I knew guys who got their 
girlfriend's pregnant, and then, you know, the the chick wanted to abort or whatever, and she used the excuse of, well, you know, he's I not... I an argument for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got one too, but I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to hear yours, because I, I bet it's similar to mine. The whole thing, oh, my body, my choice, the, you know, like, I'm the one carrying the baby. Here's the thing, though. The baby is not part of your body. It is inside your body. It is separate from you. It has a separate heartbeat. It has a separate brain activity. It you is know what? off of you, though. So what? If I have pneumonia, I have bacteria growing in my lungs, do I consider the fucking bacteria part of my body? No. no. Neither does my immune system. And guess what? The female immune system attacks um, the fetus as well. It's, it's quite common for like uh, miscarriages to happen because the fetus was too weak compared to the immune system. So, you know, if the female body literally considers it a foreign object and attacks it, I'm pretty sure we can say it's not part of your fucking body because I wouldn't consider bacteria in my lungs part of my body. I think we're, we're, my argument for the whole choice thing is, well, it comes down to the morality of it. Because if, if you define life at, at, you know, at conception at, as human life, you know, then obviously it's going to be murder. So because of that, the argument is, well, why should the state, why should the government regulate my body? Well, it already does. The moment you know you're born, the moment you're conceived, the government is already regulating. Because here's the thing, <clears throat> Seth, if I just turned to you and I took my knife and I just stabbed you, right? Because that was an unauthorized killing, the state can come in and say, "Hey, hey, don't do that. You know that's yeah. that's wrong. You're We're gonna take you away from that. They would put right. you in a prison for stabbing. Yes, for stabbing. Yeah, but what, but how how did that occur? My arm." With an object, it doesn't mean I don't even have to kill you with an object. I kill you with my bare hands. I mean, I, I'm sure Seth would overwhelm me 100%, like nine out of ten times. But He's a beast. exactly, thick thighs save lives. Be able to take lives too. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, Squish your head like a water. Exactly. But the point being is, the state is regulating my arm that's doing the stabbing. So if if you're gonna make the argument, well, it's my choice. Well, no, it's not because when you are aborting that fetus, you're aborting that life. And you're putting morality into the equation. Well, well how you, it's oh, impossible not to put Yeah, you, you really can't. Well, here, here's the thing though, like most abortion clinics get government funding, which is paid through taxpayer uh, dollars, obviously. Here's the thing, I have the right to say, yeah, no. Um, when you basically made the government your pimp, and they're paying for your shit, we kind of have the right to say something about it at that point because we're the ones paying for it. Well, that'd be cool. The, the, other, the other thing I... You basically made the government your pimp. <laughs> make, make the government my pimp. Hey, Daddy. The other argument, and this is, this is when you know they're, you're, they're losing the, uh, the, the pro-choice argument, is when they bring up this argument, because it's the most extreme, it's the most extreme argument. This is one I always get. Well, Sam, imagine if you had a, if you had a daughter, and she's walking home from school or whatever, oh, and raped. she gets raped and has to put up with that child. Like, do you really want to... You have no idea what it's like to carry a child. Do you really want to 
wanted to deal with the trauma. And I'm like, well, okay, you, first of all, you're another dude, so you don't know. Yeah. The, the way that I stand on it, I am pro-choice, but I'm only pro-choice because I say it should be your moral decision to right. say, hey, it's okay for me not to kill this thing that's growing inside me or I need to preserve this life or yeah. I can't have a child. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that kind of moral thing. Well, even so, though, I mean, if you can't, like, physically take care of it, I mean, there are, I know plenty of couples who... Would be willing, well, that, willing that's to have thing. a baby. That, that's the thing, because yeah. the, the pro-life argument is not... T- technically, it's not anti-choice. Because no. you have other options. There's, right. There's adoption, there's abstinence, you know, uh, there's contraception. You know, you... D- it, it, it just, I think we forget about the consequences. Yeah, and well, and the, don't the, swing your dick around, kids. Well, the the unless uh, she's on the pills. Well, the the <laughs> unless she's on the pills. Yeah, well, that's fine. I never had it. Well, the the the, the uh, switch between holes. You know, <laughs> make it poop, interesting. The poop hole is a loophole. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit got weird. Oh, uh-huh. oh, boy, oh, boy, we've covered we've covered much weirder stuff on this on this podcast. But no, I mean the the other thing is the other argument is well. Well, no one wants to adopt a, a sick black baby from, from, and I'm like, well, that's a cynical world, worldview yeah. that no one would want to to adopt. So, I mean, that's that's the ironic thing is these these same people who claim to be like you know for like humanity and for like mm. you know pro choice like they're they're the most cynical people when it comes to like you know wanting to adopt. Well, there's a lack of responsibility in, in I guess, leftist ideology. Because I think, I think one of the hallmarks, if, if you ask, if you, if you define what is the, the fundamental difference between conservatives and liberals, I think is the matter of responsibility. Mm. Liberals want freedom from responsibility, whereas conservatives want freedom of responsibility. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it also, the other real difference is understanding how their society works. Mm. Because a lot of conservatives, they follow a structural, functional, right. list approach to how our societies ran. Whereas Democrats are, you know, like, really far left people. They take the approach of, like, a conflict theory kind of right, thing where right, right. we're oppressed because of this entity that we can't control some boogeyman but in the dark we need to put things that we can put control on this thing so that we're not well and it's and it's not to say it's not to say that that hasn't existed in the past i mean for sure sla- slavery was an actual thing mm-hmm. yeah. there, there's no denying that but that was over 150 years ago you know oh and Funny little thing about that, uh, free blacks also had slaves, Native Americans had slaves, uh, Well, and uh, white people could actually lose their rights if they were enough of a public nuisance in the South and would be put in line next to yeah. right. black slaves. So, yeah. I'm sorry, what? I mean, I feel slavery was a very big part of our 
socialization. Mm. I mean, we kind of have mm. to have that to understand, it's, hey, there's some inhumane things that we can't right. really do to people because it's kind of fucked up. Right. It's a little bit fucked up. Well, but I mean, if you, if, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like, okay, people were like, well, we had slavery for the first 150 years of, of our country. That's shameful. And it's yes. like, yes, but when you consider that, like, basically humanity has always really had ha- has, has had slavery really since the beginning of civilizations for, for yeah. tens. I mean, like... A great many of African countries still currently have slaves. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, that's, there's still... Uh, the Ivory there, Coast there, is well known is, for child slavery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... That, sex trafficking is still very still heavily prominent. Sex... Yeah. Sex trafficking is a is a big problem like here in basically name an African country. Florida. Slaves. Well, yeah, that and like and and that's that's another thing is you know a lot of the a lot of the slave traders in Africa are like black. You know, like they enslave they enslave each other. I think I think the where. It, it's not it's not even so much a race thing in some countries. It's, a class it's not yeah. right, but that's the thing though. I think it's hard in, in, in the United States specifically. So there's a war over it. It's near impossible not to separate race from slavery. Right. Term. And that's that's where I think it it it, it gum ups. I'm not saying it doesn't exist completely. No. Yeah. It, but... it just, it's it's it, it it makes it a problem when it comes to trying to. Get through to trying to like, um, what'd you say, like, move on? Yeah. Because because they're because one of the criteria for slaves, I mean, I I know the point you made uh, about you know. Uh, it pretty much there was every, a lot of people had slaves. Three right. African Americans right. had slaves. No, yeah, Americans but, had slaves. But, but the legal parameters for slaves, one of them was you know. There was a preference for Africans, uh, African descendants, to be slaves. You know what I mean? Because we imported those those slaves from Africa. You know, it, it, we we didn't. It wasn't a, a class system like in Africa. But they could buy their way out. Though. That was the thing. There was plenty of people that pretty much bought their way out of slavery and went on to own property that's, and have slaves. That's, that's not. Yeah, that's. Not, I understand that. That's not. The argument I'm trying to make is that. The United States, and specifically, it, it's near impossible not to make it a subject of race because yeah. these are criteria for slaves, and you know, you know, in the Civil War area era, and then you know, pretty much the early half of American history was that one of the criteria for slaves was African was Africans. True, but here's the one thing I will kind of say here: there wasn't so much of a huge divide in the race relations back then because. First off, only the most wealthy of people could have slaves because it was expensive to have slaves. Like, really, only the most wealthy people could. So not everyone had slaves. Yeah. And a lot of common white folk worked alongside these slaves in the thing because clearly no, they worked still, for these ranchers. Still, no, I, 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 I disagree. I think there was, there's definitely still a racial divide, racial tensions. Well, now still, I mean, it's definitely stirred up, but for the wrong no, reasons. I, no, 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 no. I think, I mean, no, Blacks, uh, you know, in early American history, were discriminated solely on the basis of their race. 
Uh, I'm also just I mean, why? I mean, you know, why, why is there a derogatory term for black people? You know, why is the word nigger, you know, such a bad term? Uh, that's just commentation. The language itself, first off, the Spanish word for black is negro. The Spanish were who sold, um, the Spanish and the Dutch were pretty much the primarily slave traders uh, at the time back then, and the Spanish were the ones who sold directly to the English colonized slaves. So pretty much them hearing them like just describing, oh, Negro man, you know, like they, well, pretty much it but, just okay, worked its way if, that if way. If you read literature, if you read literature of the 19th century describing black people, you know, the common word for a black person was a Negro. You know, Negroes. Yeah, just the English translation right. of the word Negro. But, but there's still, no, no, there's people, you know, up, to, up until, you know, the 1950s at least, black people were still described as Negroes. But why does the word Negro also exist? With it, well, I would say that was just it's, it's the, it's the, it's the difference between it's the no it's the difference between uh, like I'm a Latino, but there's also the word wetback. Yeah, and I'm a Jew. There's a word kike. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So there, so race relations during uh, you know in the time of enslavement were still bad, hmm. if not worse, because people actually cared about your race. That's why there were, that's why blacks didn't get the ability to vote until. Uh, 1960. 19, well, not 20. Actually, in the 1800s, blacks were given the rights to vote, but then it was pretty much taken away by Jim Crow laws in the South. Right, so yeah, so race relations were still bad back then. And the um, thing I'm just going to say this, before the Civil War, it was actually legal for whites and blacks to intermarry with each other. And if like a black plantation owner married and had children with or, I mean, I mean, sorry, if a white plantation are married and had children with a black woman, those children had the rights but to what, those lands, but too. state, though? State, because... The yeah, state, yeah. It, but most it, of the South, it was legal. It wasn't until the Jim Crow era that that got abolished and taken away. Yeah, because it, it was uh, pretty much retaliation for the war and for giving voting rights to African Americans. Right. So, so... But, I mean, they were allowed to own land and marry whites. It wasn't until Jim Crow era that that shit went out the window. Yeah. So, we, what, what's your argument? And, because I, I, feel you, I feel your argument is, oh, well, you know, slavery existed in multiple civilizations, so it wasn't really about race. It was just about the circumstance of, of trade and, 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 and labor. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, basically. I mean, like, yes, sometimes it is greatly about race, but... There are plenty of countries where they enslave themselves, where they have mass yeah. genocide no, no, against like themselves. That's, that's for a lot of the other countries. Though. The, the United States was predominantly racist towards yes. having African like, slaves. Because if you, you, know, you say you know, other countries enslaved its own citizens, like well, Egypt, why yeah. didn't we? But yeah. we made the choice, the economic but, and racial we, choice. But also it was something that was brought... To import Africans. To Hundreds of years England. before Europeans started yeah. uh, taking slaves from the African continent, North Africans, the Moors, they would raid most of the Mediterranean, kill a whole bunch of people, take people prisoner, and then sell them into slavery into the Middle East. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, you know, there. There's an example of, you know, a North African... Uh, group of people doing the exact same thing why is it that like we focus so much on as far as like in the american culture oh it was the whites suppressing the blacks and it's so terrible because because yes but i mean you can see the exact opposite at other times 
throughout the world. I'm, I, I, I yeah, that's, that, yeah, but that's like in other places. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're not disagreeing. We're not disagreeing with you. I, I think na- I think nowadays there are two. We all we also tend to look at things in terms of like slavery and whatnot and race relations, just in general. From... <laughs> He's being so quiet about all this. Hey, dude! I really, I love this conversation. Well, you guys are awesome. The one black guy in the room is just being like, "Hey, fight for me, bro! Go oh, ahead, fight for me, bro! I'm gonna chill out." Well, I would, well, no, whatever, bro. Well, no, let's let's bring let's, let's bring you into, into this. Con- so, it's super fucking quiet <laughs> over there. <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> I guess here, here's here's fight for me. Here's what I want 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 to know. This is some. This is. I mean, I've asked you this before, Ron. But I mean, what about race relations today? Do you think they're better or, or worse or like? Well, if you think about it like this, man, I'm a African American man at a college, mm-hmm. and you're definitely better today. Yeah, and you're blind. And you're blind too. Exactly. And I'm able to sit at the front of the bus legally. It's better. Yeah. Legally, race relations are better. I, I don't think socially, race relations, I don't think they've improved. No, I think they've improved. But here's the thing. I think there's a tendency to bring back racial um, disparities. And there, basically, in the 60s, we tried to make sure everybody was on equal footing. And from the 70s, to now, they're trying to walk all that crap backwards. Mm. Like, uh, I'm just going to say that. Like, it, we got everything going great in the 60s, and then somewhere in the 70s, shit just started trying to backtrack. 70s were a good time. <laughs> For fashion, <clears throat> bell bottoms. music, bell bottoms. Mm. Absolutely. Boots. I, I still listen to uh, I, I'm just saying, like, in the 60s, we tried to stop having <laughs> things like white-only <laughs> schools uh, and such of that now. Nowadays, there are actual colleges out there where there are um, black-organized groups on the colleges saying, we want a black-only right. dorm. No, it's no, like, you no, want to segregate no, yourself no, all yeah, over I, again. I, I, what I, the I, fuck? No, I see what you're saying. I, I agree with that, that there is this kind of reversion to segregate as a form of desegregating, if you know what, if you see yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's, some weird reverse psychology bullshit. It's at, it's... Well, it's just how we were taught, man. Well, also, though, you had, you had an interesting perspective on things because you're, you're legally blind. And, I mean, I, I know you can see mm-hmm. stuff, but, I mean, you've also said to me multiple times, you know, just in private, that, you know, skin color... Doesn't really, you don't you don't give a shit about it. Well, I've come to the conclusion that uh, if you cut anybody in this room, we all bleed red. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, our outer appearance might be different, but if you look at animals, their outer appearance he's, is different. He's speaking gang talk ladies and gentlemen. He's like he's always hey, talking. Hey, you know, he's got a point. We all bleed red. We all want a house with a white picket fence. <laughs> And we all knew Beyonce's I don't know if I want a white house. Maybe I want a red house. <laughs> so, well, see, that's the thing about America that is so great. Like, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think... Like my joke I, do not yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not give a shit what race you are. No, I, I, I got it. You should. I, you should. I'm... Like, my thing is, like, I'm pro whatever makes you happy. 
Like honestly. as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah. Economically, as, as long as you're not holding up traffic. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Like I. People are like, "Hey, do you like gay people?" I'm like, "Do they hold up traffic?" Yeah, and like, I, I'm sorry if I was getting I like gay people. I'm sorry if I was getting crazy earlier, but I just like I find it so fucking weird to me because no. right, I'm the first generation in my family to be born in America. My mother's from uh, Ireland and my father's Russian. Wow. So you know Dude. I'm first generation basically, and here's the thing: this is the most open and accepting country in the world. All the countries in Europe that want to say, oh, we're so accepting, we bring in people. Right. Fuck all you, you guys are full of shit. You put away a dude for teaching a pug how to salute Hitler. Yeah. yeah. The fuck is with you? And fuck you. No, here's the, here's the as, thing, as though. A, as, a jo- as a joke. As too. a joke. Here's the thing, though. If I was to tomorrow <laughs> fly out to Italy... <laughs> And apply for Italian citizenship. <laughs> I went through the gauntlet of whatever oh, I have boy. to do to get Italian citizenship. I learn the language and I start living my life anew in Italy tomorrow. I started all that. I went through the entire process. I would not be looked at as an Italian citizen for even when I get my citizenship in Italy. Everyone around me would look at me as an American. No doubt. I would not be here. Someone comes from Mexico, legally, goes through the entire process and all that. The second they get their citizenship, they are an American citizen. Nobody will question them. It's like, oh, you're an American citizen. Good for you. I do that to any other country in Europe or anywhere else. I am not whatever, you know, even if I got the citizenship there, I am an American who lives there. That's how they will look at me. That's how they will treat me. If you went to Africa tomorrow and you start walking around, I don't know, fucking Nigeria, they will instantly pick up, even if you speak Nigerian, they will instantly pick up that you're an American and they will treat you like an American. They will not look at you That's as, interesting that you picked Nigeria. No, I just picked the first one that came to mind. South Yo, Africa, Swaziland. The only exception is Canada. Chad, name, name an African country. I don't care. Canada's like... Just so chill with everything, but secretly they're like one of the worst. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Like, is a fucking asshole. I I a little love Canada, but their their government's kind of the government's kind of horrible. Up. It's kind of. Did you guys up. hear about uh? You guys know what's going on in Alberta? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, so as as a little backstory, like in geopolitics. So, Alberta is it's a Canadian province. They have a they have a lot of I think shale, and it's it, it's it's a form of, of like oil. It's a form of oil, and we have a lot of um, I forgot. The point is, the point is, Alberta has a lot of oil, and it's rich in oil. It's rich in oil. That's why they're very economically prosperous, and that's why they get taxed the most out of all the other Canadian provinces. They get taxed the most. Uh, Quebec, the French-speaking province, uh, they previously had a referendum to separate from Canada to become their own French state. Hmm. And a way they resolved that was that the Canadian government pays Quebec to stay in Canada. What? And so one of the many, because Canada, they have socialized medicine. So your taxes are already super high to pay for everyone else's health care. That you're getting another tax on top of that just to keep Quebec inside of Canada. 
And so Albertans are taxed at a higher rate because they have you know this, this economic surplus to keep another province in. Well, Alberta is very tired of it. And so actually the second largest party in Alberta is the secession party. So they really want to get out of Canada. So one of the options, there are a couple options for Alberta's future. They could, you know, secede, become their own country. That's the easiest. It's not the most sustainable because you have to form your own, you know, army, your own borders, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, becoming a country is not easy. Oh, but no, no, no. Countries don't need borders, didn't you know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need borders. We don't need, yeah, right. That doesn't matter. I mean, Canada... Okay. You can tell that to Norway that literally put up walls around their entire fucking border, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Canada has one of the largest un... Or what is it? Like, real unregulated borders in the entire world. Yeah. There's a portion of, I think it's Minnesota, what? where you can drive straight through, right. and all you have to do oh, is report to a U.S. Customs Office and say, I'm in the United States now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I think but the, the problem with Canada, though, the really only problem I see, all of their policies and things are really good in concept. Yeah. Well, so is communism. So is communism. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing: in practice, they are really fucking awful. Yeah. Like, so is like communism. communism. Just like <laughs> communism. I mean, saying, "Hey, me and you get the exact same amount of money." Yeah, that's cool as shit. But, but here's the thing: both poor. As fuck. We're both poor as fuck. But if one of us slacks off, it doesn't matter because I still get paid as much yeah. as you. I don't have to do shit at work, and I still get paid as much as you. Yeah. But, uh, but back on the whole money. Alberta thing, so the th- three options are that they succeed or whatever. Probably the most uh, long-lasting solution is for Canada, not Canada, Alberta, to become the 51st state. That'd be cool as shit. So imagine having Alberta the, as, a, as an American state. Then Obama's gaffe wouldn't be quite as bad. I mean, that's... Okay, I mean, it's better than some other options. Like, I know Puerto Rico has been pining to become a state all of a sudden, but that's because they're in, like, absolute economic failure. And the funny thing is, like, they basically are just horribly corrupt, and they just think we're going to keep bailing them out. Oh, That's why I'm just like, you know what? Fuck Puerto Rico. They don't get to be a state because they're uh, not wanting to be a state for any real reason. They just want to be bailed out because, first off, they're a fucking island in the Caribbean, but they had not a single cent in the treasury ready for a hurricane to hit them. And now they're up shit's creek but, without a paddle. But it's it's all And it's, they want us it's, to bail them out. It's all it's all Donald Trump it's all Donald Trump Trump's fault because he's a rich white billionaire. Or at least that's that's what they say. I gotta squeeze them on the look at that. So. I like um, this guy, man. I like this guy, bro. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Did you guys catch that? He said he's gonna go squeeze the lemonade. Uh-huh. I don't know if y'all caught lizard, that. Yo. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we. But I mean, you know what? Here, uh, if there's any place that really should become states, I would actually say uh, America, Samoa, or Guam, which are also territories that we own. Because, uh, like, I can't remember the exact figures off my head, but with like Guam. A quarter of their population signs up for the U.S. military. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and yeah. they're yeah, not leave, they're not considered U.S. citizens. They mm-hmm. walk around with passports, U.S. passports, to, as their form of identification. But in the back of that passport, it says non-citizen. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't get to vote on any of our things. But a quarter of their population signs up and participates in our military. And then like America Samoa, I'm pretty sure like an eighth of their land is a military base that we use. In yeah, the I think it is Pacific. So you know what? If there's any two places that deserve to become states and their people become citizens, I'd say those two islands. Because you know what? Quarter of their population serves their military, and an eighth of their land is a military base for us. I think if there's anyone that deserves it, it'd be them. Mm. Yeah. Fuck Puerto Rico, and I don't know about but, uh, uh, what was it, Quebec or Quebec, whichever. <laughs> The Canadians. I, I, I don't know if the Canadians want to become part of us. I mean, I don't really have an opinion on that one, so whatever. The real thing to that is you have to take into consideration the real... What's going to happen if they become a state? Because obviously you take, like, Puerto Rico. Their, their economy is in the shitter. We... Would be bailing them out. Would be bailing them out. That's what I'm saying. We would no have to, them. to raise taxes in order to... Maintain that Yo. equilibrium within our country. How long am I trying to keep this rolling? <laughs> you have to change the <laughs> Yeah, have to I, change I, I, their I was entire system because they would be they adopted use, into. They use their, they use car- our currency though. Puerto Rico uses Puerto their currency. Rico? I thought they used uh, pesos. No, no, they pesos. they use our currency. Oh, never mind. But I mean, okay. here's the well, thing though. Puerto Rico, I'm saying no because we would be completely economically bailing them out because oh, they yeah. fuck themselves over because they have a really. Good I, don't, job. I don't. Well, I mean, you, 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 I mean, still. It's so bloody, bro. Yeah. Over there. Such personality over here we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I, if we send Rick Scott Wait, no. Let's send Ryan Gilman over there and see what happens. <laughs> oh, Andrew Gilman. Andrew Gilman. Oh my we'll, God. We'll just do it as a test run. We're like, hey, do you want to make a separate socialist country? <laughs> what, 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 what? David Hogg over there to be the the chief of uh, chief no. security? Uh, yeah. Chiefs. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Everybody has tasers. Yes. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't even think David Hogg wants tasers. Like, I, I think that's too extreme for him, too. <laughs> I love them. I feel like I do too. Japan has oh, them. They're whoa. just like, hey, melee weapons. Yeah, it's character. It's <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, I just looked it up. Puerto Rico does use U.S. currency. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, for real, they do? But, yeah. yeah. That's well, cool. Well, they're in American territory. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, yeah. you were out of the room when I said it. Um, two places I would actually say it, they actually oh. deserve to become... Uh, a state, if you know, we decide to go that way, would either be Guam or American Samoa. Because, like, with Guam, they're an American territory, and like a quarter of their population signs up for the U.S. military annually mm. and serves, and it works mm. as uh, members of our military. And with American Samoa, like an eighth of their land is a military base that we use in the South Pacific. So, if anything, yeah, people that literally give up most of their island. And most of their populations to serve our needs, yeah, they deserve to be a state. And you I, know, heard, I, heard economic... the, I heard the people there can't vote. Is that true? Yeah, they cannot vote. What's, they can't what's, vote what's for that. What's that? They can't vote for a U.S. presidency, even though they are a um, a U.S. territory. 
they do not have voting rights for um, our presidency. They can vote for their own governors and stuff like that, that's fine, but they do not have the right to decide uh, the president, who is frankly in charge of them, because, you know, American territory. Yeah, there's a fucking, uh, we are going to make Puerto Rico the best state, <laughs> the best state, the very best state, the very best state. state. They're it would be brilliant. By, they're surrounded by. Well, guys, uh, this, this has been fun. Guys, I don't mean to kick you out, but you know. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. The process has to continue. Yeah. Yeah. The machine has to work. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Anyway, it was uh, it was good. Ha- it was good having you guys on there. We'll we'll have to do a part two, and maybe part three of this. At some point down the road. Absolutely. Most sure. oh, definitely. This was awesome, guys. I, yeah. I'm sure just my first being time in, the, y'all. Being in the room, just talking. Like, this is y'all form of music. So That's I, what I, 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 I like. Oh, I like that. This is y'all that. form of music. Y'all be in a room, straight talking about some crazy stuff. I like Be that. like, yo. I'm just in here. I'm like, oh. Like, like, let's try to track how this conversation went. First, it was like anti vegan. Then it went into pro-life territory. Then, where the fuck did we go from there? I think it was like racism. Uh, some, uh, and then somehow we got into... I ended up with barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> and I think on, that's how we should end it. That's how we should end it. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll all go to the outro. Good night. Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. <laughs>Alrighty, folks, I'm back in the uh, studio post uh, conversation with the guys. And again, I want to thank you for listening to our conversation. It was fun to do and just to kind of free flow the podcast and see where where it went. You got to do episodes like that, like that every once in a while, even if you're a very serious podcast. It doesn't hurt to just shoot the crap with other guys and that's one of the things that is great about this medium you can do that you can uh you know be talking about your favorite subjects with your friends and just kind of bsing and giving them a hard time put it out on the internet and gain uh you know hopefully hundreds and thousands of listeners so anyway folks i want to thank you for uh listening to that show now on saturday's show uh, the big show, as I always like to call it. I will be having uh, my good friend Chuck Boris, uh, former member of the Unbearables, and uh, fellow, uh, well, he's kind of the captain, almost, of Sam's Savages, which is my fan base. Um, anyway, Chuck released a YouTube parody of... Some SJW chicks song about male rape culture, and as it turns out, Chuck's uh, video has gone viral within 24 hours. I think when I woke up this morning, it was like already at seven or eight thousand, and uh, yeah, it was pretty impressive. He gained three thousand last night in just like I don't know five or six hours after he posted it. So that was really damn impressive. And uh, Chuck's going to be on the podcast this weekend, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, for right now, I think that's 
about it. So, from all of us here on GC1, have a good night or a good day, and God bless, and God save the screen nation.